Okay, I have to get out my doodle pad over here because I took so many notes during today's podcast. And I used to take notes of my show all the time, but I wanted to shift to like being present and really just honing in on the conversation. This one, I, I, I couldn't, I didn't even care. I looked down, I wrote the notes. It was so good. My friend Austin Blanchfield is on today and he has an incredible testimony. His testimony associated to mental health, towards his marriage, towards different elements of life, but ultimately they keep coming back to this idea of impact and ultimate growth towards life when it comes to leading, coaching, and consulting, and with a bit of influence and marketing tactics connected to it. He has unpacked some really unique methodologies that he shares completely open in this show. His GPS strategy, it's not the one you think it is. I thought it was too. It's his own. He has the core four methodology that really allows us to expand the way that we want to show up in the world and create our value of influence and so many more. I loved the ants analogy. I'm never going to look at an ant the same. And the one mentality, the one mindset, the one moment associated to testimonial, and it's not spelled the way you think, W-O-N, okay? I felt like I was winning a ton. And he is going to teach you how to launch your one influencer, the W-O-N, experience when you get inside of his group coaching program. So make sure you do so. Follow him on YouTube. I follow him on Instagram. He's got TikTok, Facebook, all the places. He is an incredible influencer. He loves Jesus, completely sold out, which is why I knew I had to have him on the show. I love his wife, his beautiful wife, Brianna, and she's amazing. They join us at the Founder Collective table on Wednesdays from time to time. So if you ever want to pop in and meet him in person, meet her in person, we would love to have you. Remember, that's an open table for you any Wednesday of the week any Wednesday of the week. That's funny. Any Wednesday of the year, it's every Wednesday and you can get the link to register here in the show notes or on our blog or anywhere else. So we love you, Austin. I love you. Thank you so much for being here and you guys get your notepad out, pen and paper. It's going to be needed. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. Well, hey, hey, I am so pumped to be here with my friend, Austin Blanchfield, and you guys are in for a treat. I know so much of our community is in this very space that him and I were talking to before I press live. I'm like, wait, stop. We have to get this all on B-roll. This is so good. And this place is that you know that you're called. 
and yet you don't have the full understanding of how do you take that calling, turn it into a place in a zone of genius and serve other people through it, whether it's through the marketing side of things or even the confidence side. I know my friend Austin is going to have some uh, golden nuggets for you guys to be able to activate today. Austin, thanks so much for hanging out. Yeah, I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to see how really God moves to, through, and from our conversation today to yeah. really bless others. So that's you know, what it's that's all about. That's what I love. That's the coolest part about being in our calling and, and being connected to Christ is like, we don't have to carry all this pressure of like, what do I say? What do I not say? How's this going to turn out for people who are here? It's like Christ is going to speak through us and he's going to show up to really lean to the ears of the people who are listening. Maybe those, I see some eyeballs are hanging out with us live too. We're excited to have you guys on the show. Um, but Austin, I want to jump right in because I think a lot of people are in this space of need and understanding that you have this a decade of influence and understanding of that. You, in your bio, even mentioned some things I didn't know about you as far as helping and support Life on Fire and even um, the Life Surge companies through your lens of expertise in marketing. Can you give us a little backstory about like how you got invited into being a part of those huge organizations and what zone of genius you're lending to them? Yeah, that's that's really good. So God has led me down a pretty wild and crazy path when it comes to my journey. And part of that um, all really stemmed from him providing me the right support in my life. Like that's what it comes down to. That's what I preach all the time. Like as a coach, as a mentor, like when you have the right support and the right systems, I mean, your, your potential is limitless from that standpoint. And so I'm a firm believer that God will provide you with the right people in your life, the right support. And that's what he did with uh, life on fire. So Basically, um, I was struggling with a lot of the health issues um, that I was going through, like experiencing ulcerative colitis. Like I was on my deathbed, like in and out of the hospital. Um, I'm about 6'2", 175 pounds, and I was down to like 120 pounds. Like it was not good, uh, really, really bad. Um, wow. And I was suffering through a divorce, um, experiencing financial issues because of that divorce. And um, one moment, God woke me up in the middle of the night uh, with a message um, I was struggling with my health, just thinking like, God, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? And that thought kept coming into my mind. And it was almost like he was like hitting me upside the head. Like, you're all about mindset. What's going on here? Like this is the wrong <laughs> right, way. Right, right. Not look. you. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, um, so when I caught that thought, I started to ask the question, why is this happening for me? So I just simply switched to and four, and that changed the perspective on everything. Um, I started to think from more of an abundance mindset instead of a lack mindset so from that point on. And within that same week, I receive an email because I love marketing. I've been involved in marketing for a long time. I receive an email uh, from a well-known marketer inviting me to this event called the Abundance Event. No, and it was, it was wild. I was like, okay, if this isn't a sign, God, I don't know what is. And so, um, I flew out to California, San Diego, California and experienced the abundance event. And I just knew God was calling me into the marketplace as an entrepreneur. I wasn't sure what that looked like, but I just, I knew it. he was calling me there. It was super uncomfortable, super scary. That's the thing about God's calling, right? Is that he will lead us to uncomfortable places all the time. And that's to stretch us, to grow our character. And I was super uncomfortable, but I knew I had to show up because God was calling me to show up. So um, I'm there and this incredible coach, her name was Coach L at the event. She started to speak life into my vision that God had given me for my business and 
really encouraged me and really stood in the gap like a good coach should do stood in the gap. Cause I was experiencing the divorce, the health issue. I was, I was like really struggling. Um, so she stood in the gap for me, spoke vision, spoke life into my vision. And I decided to take a step and I invested in their coaching program, their mastermind they had uh, available. And that just launched my journey as an entrepreneur. And that was three years ago. And everything that has happened since then is just wild, absolutely wild. And it was all because of just simply responding to that nudge, that call from God, even during the toughest time of my life. Like God is there always nudging, leading you. And we can either allow those circumstances that we experience to really drown out that nudge, or we can really rise above it. And so I decided from that point that when I experienced that nudge, despite what's going on in my life, like I'm going to rise above it and help others to do the same. So, Gosh, I could talk about so many things. I think the first thing <laughs> that you mentioned was the shifting the um, why me, right, element. Mm. I was at a conference called Triggered this past weekend, and someone had a very similar testimony, and they were saying that they shifted the why for the what. And the what question mm. was, um, what are you trying to teach me through this? And I thought that was really interesting because so often we get so me focused, right? We get so like situationally focused on what, why am I in the middle of this? What is happening? And it goes back to poor me, poor my, and the Lord is like, don't you realize I'm bigger than just you? And I am always grateful for those shifts in perspectives. And so I think as people are listening is thinking like, what is the question that God's trying to get through to you? What is the answer that God is trying to get through to you? And then to step out in that steps, that pace of obedience, right? Like even just to go in the midst of a hard time like that into a space where, you know, everyone's going to be like rah, rah, and then motivation and in a great mood. And it's, you don't want to put on a fake perspective or or a fake facade, but simultaneous, you are searching and seeking out like, what's my next move? And so I love that the Lord met you with the same word, that shifted mind of abundance to here's the abundant conference. And so I think when people are in that space of looking for clarity, we should not just open our minds to the intuitive thoughts that God's going to give to us, but also our eyes. Like he's Hmm. that serious about you that he wants to be able to get through to us. So I love that you shared both of those pieces. I, I could ask a ton of questions. I think my very next question to that would be understanding that it's been a three-year time differential. So much has happened since then. I've had the opportunity of meeting your beautiful bride being one of them. And so I want to hear like, since saying yes, how has God continued to just open up the doors for you? Yeah, that's a really good question. So on that, on that other side of yes, obviously there's a lot of breakthrough, but it was very uncomfortable. Cause I had to step into that place of, and and that's what I I encourage everyone that's listening. And a lot of my clients is like, even though it's scary, like, or that fear is there, that's an identifier that you need to move towards that and look at like that opportunity for the breakthrough right on the other side. Oftentimes, um, whenever we experience those uncomfortable moments, it's like that heavy heartbeat in our chest that we experience. And I always like to reframe that as like, that's God knocking on my door. Mm. That's he's knocking on my front door. And I have the opportunity to take a step to experience um, something that is greater than I can think, ask, or even imagine, but it's going to be scary. It's going to be uncomfortable. Um, so it's really that, that major shift 
has allowed me to recognize those moments and to continue to move. And as I continue to move, he just starts to unlock that next step or that next door. Um, I think oftentimes we, we get so focused on, okay, God, what is the exact game plan or all of the details um, before I take a step or before I move? It's kind of like, you know, turning on all the, the lights on in the house and God's like, okay, yeah, here's all the lights on. Here's the exact, uh, you know, blueprint so you can move and walk around. It's like, no, that's not what happens at all. It's kind of like that lamp onto your feet as he reveals each following step. Um, he's just looking for that one step and then the next best step is revealed. And so, um, that's just, as I've been focusing on that, he just keeps revealing the next step to be a blessing to others through, my business to be a blessing to others through my marriage with my wife. Um, and then through, uh, my daughter as well that I have a six year old daughter. So it's just, it's, it's pretty incredible, pretty wild. Um, so that's just as far as encouragement, um, from that standpoint is just look at, okay, I'm going to take, be faithful to this next step and see what that unlocks. Of course, it's good to prepare. It's good to plan, but at the same time, take that next step and just focus on each step uh, moving forward like that, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the heartbeat and like that heaviness towards it. It's like interesting what friction and pressure actually feel like. Uh, I think of like so many biblical characters I could spew out left and right around people who were in this space. And it was not this like crystal ball that was given to them. It was not a genie in the lamp, right? Like that Jesus isn't like hanging out, like what wishes would you like? Okay, let me grant them. It's actually like walk with me, right? He said, Mm. come follow me. And then he also says, walk with me. And we don't know always where we're going. And I think that that can like totally freak people out because it's like growing up, we're always anticipating what's the next thing. And I remember being like, okay, after elementary school, it's middle school, middle school, high school, high school, college, right? College really for what I understood from a women's perspective, I was going to have a job and then I was going to get married and then I was going to have kids, right? And then you have kids. And I find a lot of people, Austin, who are in this space, especially women who have had children who are grown. Um, and you, you can't necessarily look at it through that lens, but this understanding of they, they can't activate because they've gifted away so much of themselves and they're Mm. only looking to the vision and lens of their children and their success pattern rather than holding something that's tight and precious to them that the Lord has destined on and on the call of their life. How would you help speak in to that, that angle? Yeah, that's really good. Um, so I would really look at, uh, when it comes to their calling, understanding how God has really led them to the place that they're in right now through, uh, what I like to call like your GPS, which is your gifts, your passion and your story. So like God is constantly leading us through this GPS to fulfill the purpose that he has for each one of us. Um, I believe that us Christians, we have a general purpose and that's that we are called to be disciples to the nations. Absolutely. But how we achieve that purpose individually is very unique, is very different. And that's where each one of our callings are unique from that standpoint of view. So it's like he has this purpose. He has this destination for us. We get to drive a certain vehicle that's our calling and he leads us there through the GPS. Mm. And so um, I would really dial in on, okay, looking at your GPS identify your gifts, like really get dialed in on your gifts. So what you're good at. And I feel like oftentimes as Christians, um, we do ourselves a disservice when we, 
I don't say too humble. You can't, you can never be too humble, but when it's like, you don't recognize the gifts that God has given you, that's right. a bad thing. And that's so good. there's, there's certain gifts he's given us that we need to be able to steward well, to be a blessing to others. And oftentimes what I recommend to people is uh, reach out to the five, five, like five to 10 people who are really close to you because they know your gifts. They can see it better than you can. So uh, really look at your gifts, then really look at what lights you up, like your passions. There's certain passions that God has given you uh, that you tend to gravitate towards in conversation a lot. So like for me, I know when it comes to like marketing and business and strategy, like I talk about that a lot in conversations because that, that gets me really excited. I get really yeah. passionate about that. So yeah. look at your passions and then your story is really big. So like what you've been through, your um, high moments and even your low moments um, is all about refining your character, who you are, and is taking you on this journey, this path that God really lays out before you through your story. And so um, what you'll see is through your your gifts, your passions, and your story, you can start to correlate like there's patterns within that that lead you to your calling, that lead you to that vehicle. And you can have multiple callings um, that are a part of your story that you can fully, or a part of your GPS that you can really step into. But really diving into that and then as soon as you dive into that, you ask, okay, God, like kind of like that question, um, you know, like I asked initially is why is this happening for me? I started to look at, okay, the impact that this has, um, that's much greater than myself. Like, like you were mentioning, like, what, what are you trying to speak to me or through me with this situation, God? So what are you trying to speak to me or through me with this calling with this specific thing? Who, who are you needing to hear uh, or experience you through this calling in my life. So I would really look at your GPS and then attaching a very strong why to that GPS, because like I mentioned, it's God is leading you in this specific way and there's a reason for it. And when you can have that reason pressed to the front of your mind, whatever obstacle challenge situation that comes up, you have that why as part of your foundation to continue, like to hold that near and dear to yourself. Like you mentioned when you first asked the question, like how can they hold that specific calling close to them? Yeah. That's, that's where I think it's super important to understand your why and have that pressed to the front of your mind. So I've heard the GPS as the God positioning system. So gifts, passions, Ooh. and stories is so good. I'm like, I was anticipating that's what you're going to say. I'm like, oh, come on, give me that good. I love it. And so giving people like practical advice, I generally speak from like a passion to pain and understanding that there's mm. like a transformational zone that takes place when we're either moving from passion to pain or pain to passion. It's variable. Um, and there are seasons. And generally speaking, we're always doing doing that in some way, shape or form. Like God's always figuring something out in us, right? We're always being figured out by him. He knows who we are, but we have to figure out our identity and how it's created in his image in the process. Um, the transition piece, I think, for, which would be parallel to the story piece for you, the highs and the lows, is the piece that I think people misunderstand as their place of shame or their place of blame or their place of offense or lack of forgiveness and all of these other pieces. And we know through our faith that until we can understand ourselves in and through the lens of the Lord, and we're only looking to ourselves as this like imperfect broken vessel, it's really hard to be a vessel to support anybody else. 
And I was listening actually on my way home. I finished it today. Um, this this book around the fire from Mother Teresa and understanding her passion and love for people. And one of the things she kept going back to was kind of indicative of the piece when you were talking about humility is she truly was probably one of the most humble people to have ever walked the earth. And yet at the exact same time, she had so much confidence in Christ and who he was. That's where her confidence laid that she didn't care where she went, what city she walked into, what back alley streetway she did, what body filled with worms she put her hands on. She just had so much confidence in Christ that he had her completely covered, as he promises he does. And I was listening to that, thinking of her her story and everything that she's done, how, how I could be better at that right? And Mm -hmm. how I could actually position myself in a place of really, truly believing the strength and the endurance and the covering from Christ in all of the different places, whether it's a platform, whether it's a stage, whether it's, you know, imposter syndrome is a part of that, right? I did not, I would love to talk to Mother Teresa about her experience with mother, with the imposter syndrome, (laughs) because I, from everything I've heard, and there were so many audibles of her sweet little tiny voice and, but what she was saying was so action packed. And so I'd love to hear from a place of service and now knowing what you've walked through, through your marriage, what you've walked through from a mental health and physical health perspective, how has that story charged you up from an empathy perspective to serve as a life coach, a marketing coach, an influence coach? You do really the all-inclusive. And so I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, that's good. It reminds me. So um, back when I was at the Abundance event, <clears throat> Coach L, when she had spoke life into me, uh, she was she was my weekly coach during that time frame, okay. which was really yeah. awesome. She was incredible. She um it reminds me of of imposter syndrome and moments that I experienced first in my journey where when I started to rec- recognize, okay, like this this imposter syndrome um, mindset that was really helping me stay comfortable <laughs> and keeping me in a very stuck and paralyzed mm-hmm. state. Yeah. Um, Coach L spoke into me and was just like, "Who better to not relate to somebody than?" you know, you going through that experience right now, still like I was still experiencing health issues, but I, I, since I had been for a long time, I still had tools and things that I was able to provide for somebody. Um, and she, I remember her telling me like, I don't need to know absolutely everything about ulcerative colitis and how to overcome that. All I need to know is the next step for my client. And so, um, for me, that was a big eye opener where, as a coach, it's like, as long as you know, the next step, if you're just one step ahead of somebody, you can, you can teach them, you can, you know, provide them value and really help them in their journey. Um, so that was a, that was a really big eye opener for me from a place of service of, you know, not only just from the, being able to empathize with them and like really understand their situation, what they're going through, but just like, you know what, if I'm just one step ahead of them, I can be able to provide wisdom and provide value to help them out. Um, so that was a big shift for me when it comes to imposter syndrome, providing service in yeah. that moment, just kind of, um, allowed me to use that story, that one little story. And that's, what's so cool is like one going through that GPS strategy. When you yeah. identify those stories, one. That yeah. one story can help you in so many different moments, so many different moments. And so I think that's super, super powerful. Um, so taking that, uh, that one moment, that, that one story there, 
and being able to apply that to my marketing journey and helping others with their marketing experience and really stepping into the online space um, or business strategy or funnel strategy, whatever, whatever that looks like, yeah. you know, if I'm one step ahead, I can provide value for them. And, um, that's, that's all that matters is to help, help them, you know, experience those results and experience value, uh, through yeah. the way that I show up. So, yeah. Well, it's, there's so much power to that. And, and storytelling, we know whether you're reading it through a story brand or there's Dan Miller, Donald Miller, they've, they've done so many amazing things in this perspective, but it, there's something more that you do that I've noticed even since day one of interacting with you. First off, like you emanate joy, which is probably why we connect because we would just be like joy buddies. People wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. We're in the same room. <laughs> we will be soon too. Watch out. Um, but yeah. thinking about that is like you're embracing what it is that are your gifts, that are your passions, but you're also phenomenal at storytelling. And you actually help people go from anywhere from 1,000 followers to 100,000 followers in 100 days. And so I, I don't want to give away all the goods, but I want people to have an insight into what does that look like and how can they partner with you in being able to do that? Because that can be a massive game changer for people in their businesses, in their storytelling capabilities, in the books that they're going to publish with us, like whatever it is. Yeah, that's good. So, um, what I, and like I, we start off our conversation with like really looking at your calling and stepping into that, um, through the GPS, it's like, how can you then take that and unleash that online to create that impact? And so, Part of my story, um, being faithful and being obedient to God's calling, his nudge, I remember when I first stepped into the online space as an entrepreneur, and it was really frustrating because I didn't really have my calling dialed in. I didn't have that GPS dialed in. And so I was super excited to produce content uh, because I'm like, oh, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to do all this content online yeah. and make a difference. It's going to be great. And it just completely like, uh, it was disappointing. Let's just say that it was really disappointing. It was really frustrating because it was like, I was super excited and I'd post stuff and spend hours like posting things and it would lead nowhere, like no engagement, no interaction. And that was because I didn't have like my core down. I didn't have that core down the calling, um, for me. And so I'd given up being a coach. I had a couple of marketing clients that I was like, you know what, God, I'm just going to do marketing behind a computer, behind a screen, not really show my face or anything. I'm really comfortable. I'm just going to do this. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, so I, I shrunk back, but God didn't, he continued to pursue me and kept knocking on my door that whole time. He kept nudging me. Like, I'm sure you probably relate with this. And a lot of your listeners relate with this, where if you ignore that calling or you ignore that nudge, it doesn't go away. No, it's gosh, always there. Louder, it's bigger, <laughs> it's more stru- stressful. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, a lot more. And, and um, so that's that was a part of my story where I basically ignored that nudge for about a year and a half until it was like, okay, this is just very stressful. I can't ignore this anymore. And so I was led to Instagram and I decided to implement some marketing strategies that I knew from being a marketer. And I was like, okay, God, I'm going to step into this space. I'm, gonna, I'm committed. I'm faithful. I'm going to do this. If there's any way you could give me a sign, I would really appreciate it. But if not, it's okay. I'm still, I'm still going to do this. So I, from that moment, I decided to be faithful or obedient to that nudge specifically. And within that first month, 
I was at about a thousand followers or so and jumped to over 40,000 in that first wow. month. Wow. Um, so I took that, I was like, okay, there's, yeah. there's confirmation right there. Obviously, you know, I'm in the space that he meant for me to be in. And so I just continued, uh, to be able to create that impact online through those strategies. And that's where I went from, yeah, 1000 to over a hundred thousand in that hundred days. So, um, that's, that's where I'm in the space to really help people. And yeah. that's, and that's, what's so cool is looking at the GPS, um, it's ever changing. Like it's, it's, it's not fixed. Like your calling, it shifts from season to season and you can really, um, identify new callings or, or even just they, they start to get more formed or more, more molded. And so like with my calling first, initially starting off as a life coach has transformed into combining different callings with looking at marketing life and business kind of all in one, um, to really help entrepreneurs. Yeah. Identify their calling and to step into that, fully unleash that online through uh, different strategies. And so, um, the best way, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. If you have, if there's do, any I questions do. at I the moment, yeah, I'm, I'm no, sure you yeah. I'm like sitting here like, <laughs> no, it's so good. Because I think what I hear in all of that is this element of freedom, right? We go from feeling this sense of friction to feeling this sense of freedom because God gives us those confirmations and he reveals again, not only just the next step, but he reveals like bits and pieces to the, ultimately the vision that he's provided you from the forefront. Right. And I think that's where when people can take this GPS um, experience that you're speaking to and parallel that to vision, it is going to blow people's minds because they're going to be able to actually see and take note to the goodness of God, like the favor of God alongside every single step. I love that you you finally broke free from what society tells you is the right way to coach um, from the lens of you must be a life coach or you must be a business coach or you must be a marketing coach. And the fact that you get to utilize all of your passions to show up for people is, is transformational because just like I was speaking at a business conference for Magic Johnson a couple weeks ago to the following weekend being in a super intimate church setting, the people's needs were the same. The conversations mm. of the people coming up to me were the same. And ultimately, it's this element of how. They they literally feel like there's this massive block in front of themselves from here's the vision and here I am and I there's no way that I can step over. And what I'm finding more and more, especially in people like you, is that we're just creating a bridge and that there actually are multiple bridges to take. There's multiple pathways in being able to do some of the things that we're talking about. But if you follow a specific pattern, a specific blueprint, and yeah, like Austin can give you the way that he exactly did it, which I know isn't going to be the, the case because there is no algorithm like match up, pair up that he he knows that you don't know. So first off, don't hinder yourself from getting in touch with Austin. He's going to teach you so much more than you know at this point. But it's this knowing that like they can't really get it wrong. Once you're in tandem with Christ, once you're walking in obedience and faithfulness to him and him alone, all of these other pieces fall into play. And ultimately the platform that people are desiring to be able to stand on top of, it starts to reveal itself. Can you mm -hmm. help me understand? Because one of the things I think is one of the most limiting might not be like people know they need to post online, right? They know they got to get their face out there, their voice out there, their message out there. But it's this confidence factor that keeps them trapped. They don't, they're like, I don't want to be on camera. 
What do you do for the people who are just so zoned in to the fact that they're like, I'm not getting behind the camera? Mm, that's that's really good. So um, really anchoring to your why, that's, that's big. Anchoring to your why. You know, God has called you to that space for a specific reason. And the more that you can dial in on the reason why that is, um, the better. Especially when you link that why to something being uh, much greater than yourself. Like, I always like to think of, you know, there's somebody out there that needs to hear the message that I have. And if I am not showing up with my face on camera, they are not going to hear that message. And I'm, I'm, that's a disservice, not just to them, but to, to God and the way that he's calling me and asking me to show up. And so oftentimes I think of like, okay, there's an impact that somebody is going to experience just from me showing up and they aren't going to receive that. So also looking at the negative aspect where it's like, they're missing out on life transformation right now because I'm, I'm not stepping into uh, a, a space and I'm allowing this fear, I'm allowing whatever circumstances, whatever limiting beliefs, those, those mindset issues uh, to hold me back. And ultimately that's all spiritual warfare. Like you think about mindset right. and, and mindset, mindset is our, um, is ultimately like the fa- like one of the foundations to our success is when we address mindset. And when you think about our mindset, that's where all the spiritual warfare is going on. The enemy is planning those negative thoughts, those fears in your in your mind to hold you back so that people don't get that impact. They aren't blessed by what you have to share and what you have to be able to really ex- help them experience that life transformation. So it's looking at anchoring that why, yeah. understanding that why, ha- having that as your anchor. And then when those negative thoughts do come into your mind, don't just allow them or those limiting beliefs, don't just allow them to sit in here because that's that's where the enemy is. Like that's his his ground oh, oftentimes is right up here. So you have to take it out, declare over that negative thought, the exact opposite, what God really says about who you are and your true identity, mm-hmm. write it down, get rid of it. Like you got to take it out of here. And oftentimes um, I- I've noticed for a lot of clients is if they, if they leave it in here, it's going to lead, lead to another negative thought to another one, to another one. Um, I remember uh, listening to this podcast a long time ago. He talked about ants, automatic negative thoughts. So you have ants that run through your <laughs> mind. Good. So if you don't catch that first ant, it's going to lead to more ants and more ants and more ants until you're in this de- like this down spiral of, of just all of these negative thoughts that just keep you paralyzed. And so the sooner that you can catch that ant, that negative thought, um, you can catch it take it out kind of like I did. Why is this happening to me? That victim's mentality, that lack mindset. And I shifted to purpose um, in that pain. And so I was able to do that by literally taking it out, speaking about it, writing it down and messing with that negative thought and and canceling it so that I can um, uh, reform it. There's a a great saying uh, for people who are listening, write this down. Um, God forms, man deforms, and then Jesus transforms and reforms. Mm. And so I, um, oftentimes when I think about those negative thoughts, oftentimes it's looking at, um, negative experiences or situations that have happened in our life. The enemy will use those against us to create that fear, to create those limiting beliefs. So that's kind of like the man deforms, but how can you take that? How can you take that thought? 
and look to Jesus, look to your identity in Christ to reform that thought so that you can experience a transformed life. Okay, so this is kind of weird to be promoting a podcast on a podcast, and it's not my podcast, and it's not a friend's podcast, though you are my friend. It's your podcast. You want a slot, right? You want to be heard. You want to amplify your voice because you, too, have an incredible message to share with the world. This is the coolest part. It is with the world. It's with the nations, and that's exactly what we're told to do. Go and tell Go and make Disciples of Nations, and podcasting is a way to do that. So if you are ready to finally press play on this idea, the best way to do it, instead of chasing down the YouTube degree that you can surely get on these areas, or chasing down all the podcasters that you know and piecemealing your own way through, is to come to a two-and-a-half-day experience, a retreat, actually, with our Fit Media team, who has been doing this for quite a while, five years, in fact. And we've launched over 40 podcasts at this point. And it's pretty dynamic, the methodology in which we've uncracked the code around to allow you to not only come just with an idea, but to leave with a fully equipped, fully uh, available, yes, it's live and in action with two and a half days podcast that the whole world has access to. We're going to do recording. We're going to do photo shoot for your cover. We're going to create designs and media. We're going to talk about how do you use this in your business strategy. I mean, the list goes on and you will not be left alone afterwards because you get access to a full portal of teaching around it for any of the additional questions that you need. So you need to get your butt in the seat, all right? Really, get your booty into the experience and go to the website, check out and apply. All the things that you need are there and we cannot wait to welcome you there. It'll be in Virginia Beach, Virginia and that's my hometown. That's a lot of our team's hometown and so we're excited to welcome you here, our home. Um, flights and accommodations are not included but everything else is 100% taken care of and you're going to have more than your fair share of ROI on this dynamic experience. I can assure you, and you can check out the reviews to prove it. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Fit and Faith podcast. I can't wait to hear what your title's going to be. Basically. Gosh, that's beautiful. And I love play on words. So I now have a whole new perspective when I see ants because it's ant season in Virginia Beach. And it drives me <laughs> nutty when you get one and you, you like dismiss it. And then the next morning you're like, no they're all over the drip piece of honey or something ridiculous. Um, but this is, this is the human experience, honestly. And I love like the element of, uh, of speaking it out loud. Uh, yeah. when you know, smart goals of like specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely, good old acronym. Well, I added to uh, my book and in training the EST. E is mm. to evaluate, S is to share, and T is mm. to tailor make it. But the SP specifically, the sharing is the accountability, but it's also like the getting it out of the controlled chasm that it's created inside of your mind. I think of it kind of like an ant, like ants, they've burrowed into that space inside of your brain and they're being, they're literally taking over. And so one by one to be able to vocalize what it is, even if it's a heartache, even it's a, even if it's a lie, right? Sharing that lie with somebody else so that they can help you curate and, and put you to the right place in the word. And even to God, 
Like there are surely moments where I had shame or guilt about a thought. I would say it out loud, God, what do you think about this? God, I know mm. that this is not of you because I know it's negative and it's causing chaos and it's it's wreaking havoc in my mind and it's actually destroying my relationships because I keep simmering on this lie. It's giving me nightmares. Like these are real things that happen to people and it keeps them in such bondage and ultimately they're just sitting back. They don't have confidence because of a lie. One of those lies being that I got to confront um, recently with a woman is that she's not beautiful, right? And Mm. she's looking to her beauty from an exterior lens. And I really feel like if she treated her body from the interior lens of what the Lord actually sees when he looks at her, she would have a totally transformed, not only mind, but body connected to that because she'd be operating in the power and authority that Christ has over top of her. And so I think when we look at it through the lens of marketing, which is, this is not a conversation that's normal, right? People are like, what is happening? You're jumping from biblical truth into the business world, but that's truly what Faith and Business Collision is all about for the Fit and Faith podcast, for our nonprofit. And people, if they could just take these incredible, these are ageless, ageless concepts that we're teaching you regardless of an algorithm. And so I loved the, the element that Jesus transforms and he reforms us so that we can go out and take further dominion. I was thinking of like our tent pegs expanding based on our wisdom and knowledge expanding, right? We don't get to stay the same. And so when people are like constant, you're constantly in change, you're constantly in discomfort, don't you just want to like ride it out? And I'm like, ride what out? right? Like at what point are we supposed to be retired, kicked back and relaxed, right? Like that was never Jesus. Jesus never got that ever. Even when he was out praying for 40 days, he was being tainted and taunted by the, by the devil. And so there should be no exclusion in our own stories here in the flesh, right? Yes, there's heaven on earth, but I want people to be able to take this information that you're sharing with them and actually activate. I was going to yeah. say one more piece and, and hear your thought on this because I know that there's additional ways to anchor besides just sharing it out loud and taking those thoughts captive. Um, a way in a positive way that I've been anchoring my why is anytime I get like Summer, Summer's hanging out with us right now and she's tagging all these people that need to come back and listen to this, this live experience. I'm thinking of her and just the little bits of affirmation. If I screenshot those and I hold them in what I call a review album on my phone, the times where I feel undervalued, the times where I feel dismissed, mm. the times where I feel like tired, the times where I'm like, Lord, are you sure I'm going in the right direction? I can go back to this experience as an anchor that anchors my why to say one more, one more, one That's more, good. right? So I, I'd love to hear, are there any other ways that you anchor your truth, your why, and your ability to keep on going even when you're in the midst of heartache or trial? Yes, I, I love that. So thinking about just the impact or the results that people have experienced because of the way that you show up like that blessing. I often, um, I'll call them and I learned this from one of my mentors uh, within life on fire. Actually, uh, they would call it your moment on fire. So I like to call them like your, your one moment, like your W O N your one moment that you experience where, uh, you can use that as your anchors. Like before, like when you feel that heartbeat, right? Like we were talking about earlier, 
that um, heavy heartbeat, or you're going to experience, you know, going on a podcast with Tamara Andres, with Andres, which is going to be awesome. Um, you experience your one moment and you get into that state of like, uh, basically your one moment is a time in your life where it's like that mountaintop type experience where you've created a result where, whether that's in somebody else's life or God really blessed you with a result or blessed you with a gift uh, yourself. And so I often like to anchor to that as well and like relive it. So one of the moments that I like to re relive is just, I love sports. Um, it's kind of funny being a coach. Like I, I, I absolutely love sports. Um, I, I kind of dedicate like my coaching journey was because of sports originally. Um, cool. but, uh, anyways, um, it was just a moment that I experienced when I was younger, uh, where my father, uh, right before a baseball game, kind of little league, major baseball game, I was pitching in the championship game and I was warming up in the bullpen, throwing ball after ball. And he can tell I was really, really nervous. Uh, had those jitters, those butterfly jitters, right? He comes over and he writes on the inside of my wrist, ATDS. And I looked at him, I was like, what does that mean? ATDS, what, what's that? And he says, Austin, the demon slayer. And he's like, whenever he's like, whenever you're on the mound, I was really into video games, vivid imagination. He's like, whenever you're on the mound, I literally want you to visualize every time you throw a strike, it's like you're conquering that demon. You're conquering that fear. It's, you're slaying a demon every time you throw a strike. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Please so, tell me anyways, you have that tattooed on your actual body oh, right now. Um, so I, I'm going to get that tattooed. I'm actually on my to. dad. He's, he's like an, he's pretty creative. He's very artistic. So he's going to draw up like ATDS oh, and then I'll get it tatted so right cool. on the inside of my wrist. Yeah. So cool. Um, so I would literally on the mound, I mean, talk about the power of visualization, like vision, like vision is so important. I'll, I'll hit a little bit more on vision here in a second, but, um, I would visualize, I would just before my, before my throw, I would sit here with the mitt, right. Um, and just take a moment, close my eyes, take a deep breath in and visualize me throwing a strike. And it's like a dagger kind of piercing a demon basically. Um, and literally just pitch after pitch, pitch, pitch after pitch. And it was just crazy. Awesome game. Won the game, won the game, won the game ball, scored the win, like just all sorts of crazy stuff that was awesome. And it was stemmed from that. And so, um, I just use this as an example, like to, uh, for, for anyone to dial in on like their one and we have multiple one moments in our life, but, uh, for this one, like what I'll do is before like, uh, a talk, you know, a, a speaking engagement before an event, uh, before anything where I experience that heavy heartbeat, where I know there's going to be this breakthrough. Mm. I just get into that state where I literally stand like this, close my eyes and just take a deep breath in and that's it. And it gets, it gets mm, me I into that, that. kind of elevated, um, state to, to perform ultimately, um, to where God is, le- where God is leading me. So well, I love yeah. that it was actually from your, your father, like Ava, yeah. right? Like that's so good. And most little boys as men don't even have that connection point. So it's hard for them sometimes when we think about the love of our father and the intentionality of our father. And I could totally see God literally telling us, right? 
we have dominion. We are the head and not the tail. You are a demon slayer. Like that is so cool. And what a testimony yeah. for your dad to hold on to as a memory for one of his one moments, right? I told you before yeah. we jumped on that I had just gotten um, back from Atlanta for my son's first like international Bra- Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament. Um, he's done many tournaments, but never to this caliber. And I, he was in his bullpen and I was just watching his nerves and the breath work that he was practicing and the visualization that he was practicing. And we always yeah. um, talk about him being like our little David because he's surely the smallest in so many ways. And yet he is a warrior. He wins. Mm-hmm. He won all three of his matches based on subs and like submissions for a little guy like that. I think people underestimate his size. And this is truly for somebody who's listening is like, there are going to be plenty of people that underestimate you. And there might be times that you even underestimate you. And what Austin and I are talking about and so passionate about is like, it's a step of obedience. It's a step of obedience to step onto the mound. It's a step of obedience for Cooper to step onto the mat. It's a step of obedience for you to go live. It's a step of obedience for you to actually say out loud what it is that you want to become. You might not be there yet, but if you want to be a world champion, if you want to have a million followers, the only way that you're ever going to get there is if you get one, right? And so I just love I love being removed from the numbers game, but knowing that numbers, because we serve a God of multiplication, are going to blow your mind when you're willing to be obedient. Yeah. It's that's really so good. good. That's, that's good. That's really good. And it, it kind of ties back into, I think, really the importance of vision. Like yeah. God, God will give us a vision and right. he doesn't give us all those details. But what we can do is we can take that vision and apply it to the the GPS strategy yeah. and really just be bold in taking that next step. Like I, I feel like there's so many um entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs where they get caught up in that vision yeah. and it does it leaves them stuck. It leaves them paralyzed because it's like God is calling me to this very grand, great, huge vision. Yeah. What how do I even go there? How about do I doing ever that? go there? Yeah. yeah how do I ever go there? Like, she said, I just want to like sit at your feet and learn everything because you're doing, you're living my dream. And I said, oh no, I'm not. And she just like kind of froze and she's like, no, you are. Like, I want to be a writer and a speaker. And I, I, I was like, that's awesome. But just as Mother Teresa said in this book, we are unrepeatable. Like literally you cannot repeat this moment. You can't. And when I heard that, I'm like, wow, how simple and yet how profound. We say we're unreplaceable, irreplaceable as people. And I believe that too. There's no DNA that has ever been like your DNA. And so it's necessary for us to realize the power of our purpose. And at the same time, even when you have a coach, which I, it sounds like you've invested in multiple, that's something that I'm really passionate about. Like you, if you're a coach or you're a trainer or you're a teacher, you have your own teachers, trainers, and coaches. And if you don't, you should question. So when you're even interviewing someone, be like, who have you coached underneath? Who have you trained underneath? Talk about these testimonials that are anchoring points for us. Because if people don't have that, there's a bit of some questionability other than like you said, Austin, it's only a step ahead. So if they have something you want, they might be the exact person and you might be the very first person that they coach. What a testimony. What an element for you both to be in tandem in duality of that success, that one story together. 
as you were talking, the one thing I want to like land home with here as we round out the conversation is a lot of this stuff takes resources, right? It takes time. It takes intentionality. It takes getting in the word. It takes unpacking and spending that energy towards the GPS strategy. But one of those things that it takes is finances, And so I want to hear when you help people from not only an organic growth strategy, because everyone wants to do it organic, but I also know that you know a lot about the paid marketing strategies online as well. Help us understand, like, when do we know it's the right time to invest from a paid marketing perspective online? And what are some of those options like? Yeah, that's, that's a really good one. Um, One thing, and I kind of mentioned this uh, earlier where I was really excited to produce a lot of content without having my core down. And I see that a a lot with entrepreneurs and where where they get really excited, but they don't have the core, which is basically that, that vision and mindset. Ultimately the core, I I often like to um, say there's a four core to your core, which is who you are, who you serve, how you serve them and why you serve them. So who you are, who you serve, how you serve them and why you serve them. When you can get really dialed in on those, then when you produce content, you have a solid foundation that's going to basically amp, amp, like when you produce that content, um, your core, your vision, who you serve, how you serve them is going to be amplified through your content. And so um, whenever you start, I, I always recommend like when you produce organic content, you can see what lands uh, with people and then you can take that organic content to turn it into a paid strategy that's effective. So that's obviously you're doing it yourself or you can find somebody like myself who knows what they're doing online when it comes to paid advertising to be able to work with, to dial in. But sometimes it can be, um, it, it can be too soon if you don't have your core down because you'll spend money in paid ads and it'll just land nowhere because you don't really have that dialed in. You don't really have that down. And so, um, I always suggest, you know, working with some, working with somebody first and foremost, who has been there, who has done that, who is an expert at marketing, knows what they're doing, um, to help you dial in on that. Or if you're looking at doing it yourself, um, you know, obviously there's learning curves to doing that, but you have to have that core down in order to produce that content. Um, that's super important. Yeah, I I speak to it in a similar scenario, but it's this piece of understanding your being, which I think is like the who Mm. you are, right? And then understanding your brand, which it really parallels to the who you serve and likely Mm -hmm. the why you serve. And then the business is um, how, Right. Yeah. And so if, if people don't have a business and I've done, I'm totally guilty so I can speak. And I'm sure Austin's like, I, I know how that feels. Right. And you said you were so excited. You were gung ho out the gate. I spent tens of thousands of dollars on ads when my company wasn't ready for it. And mm-hmm. I was so perplexed, like, well, why is my email list not growing? Well, why am I not getting new clients? So what is happening? And this was about five years ago. And the person who was running my ads, he knew what ads were for and how it worked, but he didn't know the, the depth of my lack of business funnel. He didn't understand what was being given out on the other side. He was just doing his job. So it wasn't his fault. I take full ownership in putting money towards something because of my excitement. I'm a very excitable person. And so now when I finally backpedaled and I thought, 
okay, what is the problem here? What's transpiring and why is this happening? Again, the same kind of questions that we would ask in the forefront of this conversation are the same conversations we need to be asking when it comes to business strategy um, and, and knowing what are, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you know what you're doing? And if you don't, getting those reliable assets at your corner. Um, I went to YouTube University, uh, so I get it. I also went to business school and I got to do, just like you, Austin, a lot of trial by fire when it came to our own entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, and I think that those things are critical, but it wasn't until we started working with companies um, and you've been, you've done so many different, different companies that you've supported over the course of your career without those as true tools to be able to serve and give people a lens. Um, it, this is what validates you. This is what helps you get to that place of like, wow, there's more to this than just a good luck charm. And yeah. I think that's where people can get, um, the hocus pocus or the, the wool pulled over their eyes when it comes to coaching. And so we definitely want to encourage the people who are listening now to be able to come and be a part of your Instagram growth hack experience that you have going on here soon. I think it's, uh, well, actually at any point I can send over the link to everyone in the show notes, but it's going to serve people in such a beautiful way. And our whole role is to expand the kingdom. It's not yeah. to expand our territory. It's not to expand our influence, um, but what God is doing inside of his children. It's been really cool to watch what you do and how you do it. Amen. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. And I think um, one thing that uh, oftentimes a lot of people really miss, and this is something that I talk about. So within my actual, like whenever you provide the link, it's like my Instagram growth hack. Yeah. Um, ultimately it requires investment, like time, energy, yeah. like there's no specific, like shortcut to experiencing results. Like you yeah. have to invest your time, your energy, your money resources in order to accomplish what you want to uh, accomplish or what God has really placed on your heart to accomplish. And so, um, um, when people access that, I have basically a free membership site where they can access the course or the training, but there's also my kingdom vision course. That's all about yeah. your GPS and really dialing in on that because that's obviously foundational before you do any sort of content online, you need to have that, um, that core down that, that calling. And then also, um, just one thing that I want to share. Yeah. And this is ultimately a part of my, I, I like to call it my C4 strategy for mm -hmm. influence to income marketing. Mm -hmm. And it's all about your core, your content, the way you connect and the way you collect. Mm -hmm. Um, a saying that I, I love saying all the time is when you connect, you collect. Um, this was instilled to me from a, a very young, when I first started off as an entrepreneur, when you connect, you collect, so um, from the standpoint of like just nurturing relationships with people, mm -hmm. just because you want to connect with them, you nurture yeah. relationships and the value that you receive, not just from a monetary aspect sometimes, but just the energy, like when we hop on, like seeing your energy and experiencing you fills me up even. Yeah. So I'm, I'm even more energized than I normally am as well. And so it's like <laughs> the relationships that you have with people and the way that you connect with them, you will, you will receive, um, when you connect, you'll, you know, collect. I love that aspect. I love that so um, standpoint, but, but it's, um, yeah. So looking at that, like C4, um, strategy, there's specific, um, systems to implement. That's like a phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four that I teach upon within my actual program that I launched here in June that, um, yeah, really excited for. I have Brilliant. A, that's beta, awesome. basically, yeah, a beta group that, um, is testing some things out for me right now. Um, cause I've been working one-on-one -on -one clients with this strategy for a while, but taking it so to a group cool. aspect and then good on you. 
That is surely one of the growth strategies, right? Is because we can't be everyone to everyone and yet we want to help everyone. <laughs> and so I'm excited for you to lean into that group piece. And I've, I haven't ever heard of those, that specific rhythm of, of the four core. Um, and I really love the connect and collect. I think where it can go wrong for people is when they don't know who they are. And they're going yeah. to connect with someone specifically with the intention of collecting. They yeah, can get it. really lost, right? And so yeah. I love that the core exercise comes first before you're ever teaching people the concept of authenticity, the concepts of con content and how to create content that actually allows people to connect with you in authenticity. Um, because yeah. we, we can surely get into a place of like, that felt gross when I just collected that, right? Or I, that felt slimy when you're the recipient of said collection conversation and everyone can probably stem to some network marketing, something that they've experienced where it just didn't feel good. It didn't feel genuine. And yeah. I really believe that if we're doing what the Lord has called us to do fully, not to say that it's going to happen this way every single time, but I believe in the monetization side from a magnetism perspective. That That's the, good, the yeah. resources that you need in order to keep going, it's going to be a magnet to you. And in this book by Mother Teresa, it's, she was literally talking about like when I didn't think about the resources and I thought about the loving of people, every yeah. resource I ever wanted was there for me. And so, so we just get to love people. Like that's our job, right? Yeah. And that's, that's all a part, like, I mean, that's a part of our core. Like I've seen so much in the space. How can I make money? How can I make money? How can I make money? It's like, no, how can you serve? Yeah. Like that's a part of your core. Like you are a servant mm -hmm. and the way that you serve is going to create an impact. It's going to create a transformation. So if you focus on your servant heart, yes. um, you know, you focus on that service, God, God will provide. There's, there's like, he will provide for you. It's that's, that's why that's the last aspect of that strategy because our core is the foundation. It's like, brilliant. The, yeah, it's, it's super brilliant. Y'all, I am so excited for you guys to get your hands on this asset and also to get into his program. So be sure to check out all the links below and follow Austin on Instagram. That's where we got connected. We've had some cool live conversations and uh, I'm so grateful for you, Austin. I love you so much and I can't wait to see how not only this show, but everything that you do blesses you because you have surely um, followed the Lord obediently and the favor follows obedience. So it's, it's true based on the fruit that I've seen so far. And I'm grateful mm -hmm. for that. That's such a, well, and it's a blessing being able to be connected with you. And, and my wife, like my wife and I talk, she's like, yeah, I look forward to, you know, our Wednesday sessions every single week. It's such a blessing. We love you. you like it's this is such an honor and a blessing to be on here. And like, like I'm here to love and serve. Like that's, that's yeah. my goal. That is my mission. Um, and what, and really meet people where they're at to help them in their journey, take that next step. Like that's, like I said, what I'm super passionate about is like identifying that call and then being obedient to that next faithful step. And then understanding how can you keep unlocking that so that you can do the good works he has predestined for you, for me, like we all have these good works that he has destined for us, but it takes that, that not just the faith, but the action behind that faith to really step into that place. So so good. As you were talking, I was just thinking how I need a t-shirt or a hat. You need to create some sort of swag that's like, insert my name, the devil slayer 
Like this whole TDS thing, this it has to become a part of your brand. I'm like, mine would be TTDS, and I'm like, Tamara the Devil Slayer, let's go. That is good. Okay, you're gonna hold me to it. Like, okay, so next, I'm gonna I'm gonna create a TTDS for you. <laughs> I for sure, it. some swag. That's gonna yeah. be good. It'll be good. People are like, where'd you get that? I'm like, Austin, the devil slayer. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks so much for being on the podcast, and we'll be in touch soon. Awesome. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts and facts, and this will be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry. Your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus. So ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.